Migrants in Ireland. Good evening, this is Rosa Mulligan with Migrants in Ireland. Um, I've taken a long break, but I felt it was necessary to start this podcast again because there's so many things to be told. But right now there's something really urgent going on. Um, more than 50 people have been tested positive for COVID-19 in the Kinsale Road Accommodation Centre. They've all been taken away into isolation during the weekend. But just the fact that something like that can happen, uh, this outbreak is something that we have predicted, you know, the people that uh, nobody wants to listen to. <laughs> but uh, there you go, it's happening. And um, I've, I'm not going to talk too much. I want you to listen to the people who are going through this themselves. There is um, one uh, person who is going to talk about being in Kinsale Road Accommodation Centre while all this is happening with his family. Another person is has been taken away with his family, is also uh, showing symptoms at the moment, himself and his wife, while they are in isolation in a hotel um, with their three children. And then I also talked to one o other person who's been found to be uh, positive and who is also in Dublin at the moment. He's someone who's very worried and who has underlying uh, an underlying condition which could really be problematic. So have a good listen and please, please share with other people and let's do something about this. This direct provision, first of all, is not fit for purpose. But right now, during this pandemic, we must make sure that everyone who is vulnerable and those are basically all people um, have to be moved out of these places and people should not be sharing rooms and definitely families need to be taken out of there. Thank you. Have a listen and um, share, please. Well, uh, over the last few days, uh, first of all, I heard uh, there was a child was in uh, child's parent child's parent was infected by COVID-19 and she was taken to isolation and all the childs in the crash uh, they had to go through the testing on last saturday okay and after that um, there was a letter came from the hsc telling that uh, there was further nine people who were infected in the center so we have to go to the mandatory um, uh, covid 19 test on monday so we went to, through the, 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 the testing and uh, we found out that there are more people in Kinsale Road Accommodation Center are actually infected in COVID-19. So over the last two days, Christmas Day and today, there was, oh, like, and the Christmas Eve, there was about 40 people were moved from the center to isolation facilities. I don't know where they're taking them, yeah. but uh, yeah. And at the moment, the centre is almost deserted. And I think this morning there were a few more people taken away. Yeah, yeah. This morning they they they've taken more people from the centre because they couldn't arrange the taxi yesterday for everyone. So this morning they take some of them. Yeah. So it seems like we don't like, know the exact yeah. figure, but we know they yeah. moved people. It seems like an awful lot of people anyway, and you have the feeling the centre is nearly deserted. Is that right? All, yeah, yeah, almost, yeah. Because uh, as I can see outside my window, there is nobody outside. And normally, uh, like uh, Christmas time, children are home. So uh, 
like there would be moment, life normally yeah, yeah there would be packed with people but uh this christmas and today is almost empty okay and are there more tests planned do you know because you you told me before that not everybody uh, was there for the testing as we speak before that uh, there was some people who uh, like didn't go through the testing because uh, uh, the HGC say everybody have to go to the testing but some people they didn't do it so obviously there are people uh, still uh, among us who didn't do the testing and we don't know like if they're safe to leave with or not mm. but uh, I guess there are more people infected and if everybody was tested then we could have known the exact But yeah, because some people wasn't tested, so like I don't know. If do it's you safe. get any information about you know what exactly is going on there, or is this now just you've? Is it just that you know that people are positive because you've seen them being taken away, or did someone come and inform you? No, there was no official information given to the residents. Uh, as we see yesterday evening and yesterday afternoon. We've seen lots of people were taken out, uh, like uh, from the center, by taxis. There was some uh, big, fifteen, sixteen seated, uh, small minibuses as well. And I guess uh, they taken the single people, and the taxis uh, taken the families or something like that. Okay. But uh, there was no official official. Uh, information about it mm -hmm. and uh, so we don't know exactly what's happening but as we can speak uh, we can see like uh, things are being happening and a lot, lot has been changed since how does that yeah. make you feel well obviously I, I i don't feel it's safe to live here anymore because i have a little children and she's only four and how long i don't know i can hold her inside the room But um, there are other people with children as well, and like it's very hard for children to stay inside the, these tiny little rooms, you know, for long. And as myself, I have a respiratory illness, uh, like I have breathing problem because I have um, uh, asthma. So I, I'm on I'm on uh, asthma medication as well. I have to take inhaler if I stay too long inside. You know, okay. so it's very hard for me and people like me who might have um, some seasonal cold and flu. So it's very hard for everyone to stay inside room for longer time. You know, and as you know, Kinsale Road accommodation there are about 250 people normally live here. So if you don't go out outside your room, uh, and if you don't see people for long, like you, you will feel like you are in a jail. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, it's not safe. And do you still have to use places where other people go as well? While you yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. uh, every block there are some. I, as I live in a family block, uh, we have communal tea room, uh, the the kitchen sink, and uh, the communal microbes are there. So every time we need to heat up our food. We have to go use those microwaves with other people, and uh, there is only one uh, kitchen sink. We have to share with uh, other people as well. And as might you know, that uh, there was a isolation room just next to my room, and I don't know if it's safe to use like 
that sink or those microwaves anymore okay. because uh, I don't know who has been tested, who has not been tested, and I don't know who is infected or not. And has so an, we're very scared. Yeah, has an effort been made to um, disinfect everything to make sure that everything is cleaned after people have left or... What is happening now? Is no, sometimes the cleaner, they clean uh, the floor only, but they don't disinfect infected everything, you know. Okay. So this morning when I went to the ki went to the kitchen, I had to clean everything myself. I, I sprayed it, I, I wiped the common surface areas. But uh, as you know, after I use, I obviously leave it, leave it as it is for the next person so next person they don't know if it is safe for using again or not uh, as like me if i go next time i don't know if anybody cleaned it before or not so it's not safe you know okay okay well so what what, what would you like to tell the government now the request for me and my family and other people like me i would like to request the government to move us to a self-catering facilities as soon as possible because uh, it's not safe to live here anymore because with children with uh, some your regular illness you cannot live here anymore because I don't want to get uh, contacted with someone who might have COVID-19. I, I don't feel safe for myself, for my children. So I'd like to request everyone in the authority to please move us to self-catering facilities as soon as possible. Okay. in um, uh, last Monday, uh, sorry, last Tuesday, yeah? and on Wednesday morning, I got a uh, message from the HSC, and uh, I got a positive, me and my wife, both of them, and it's, it's really shocking for me, to be honest, so then, in a generous way, in a nice, in a nicest way, I called to uh, Kinsel Accommodation staff, and uh, I let them do all the because uh, I had a positive test. So if you have any concern or any like uh, SOP, so just let me know, I can follow them. And uh, the manager, he's, uh, she say, yes, uh, you can just stay in a home. And I said, okay, I'm in a home now. And that, then after I got the call from HSE and they, uh, they're asking for my health and all the stuff. And then after I, receive call from IPAS and IPAS they are said to me we need to move you from uh, any other place because that's not a safe place for me and my my especially because I have three kids one of uh, my son he's one years old and another my daughter she's in three and a half and my big son he's uh, nearly five years now okay and um, and I was like uh, literally very shocked and like I don't really I can I can't explain to what's my feeling that time you know 
uh, I was I'm full of stress, you know. And uh, Rose, the main thing is like I'm a very disappointed for the behavior of the staff in Kinsale Accommodation Centre because we are already very stressed and we have a three kids and they are making too much pressure for us, you know. Every every five minute that the security guard he came and say, please do quick quick quick. The taxi is waiting outside, and I said to them, please come on. I have three kids. I need some clothes, and I need something for my kids. You know, the security guard he just came literally every five minutes, literally every five minutes, and he just like he just behaving like we are just like another like we are not human. You know, and mm-hmm. they are behave like this. My uh, one of the other family, they are my family friend. They are living in the same accommodation center. And they are went to reception, and they say they are stuck in a home. Need a milk. They need a uh, at least water inside the room. Yeah. And they are behave. There's have a uh, one of the staff member, and she say, "Oh, if they need so, they they need to call us. Why you came to them?" And they are saying, "We are just came here like as a neighbor. You know, they are just stuck in a home. They don't have a milk." They don't have a water inside. Even they don't have a food. Yeah. So, so were people told not to leave their rooms? That's it. And do you have any idea of how many people have been moved like that? Um, Rose, to be honestly, in my opinion, like maybe maybe more than sixty people. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I remember when I was uh, uh, leave the center that time after I see there's a have a more than 10 and 12 taxis there and they are moving families and the single people and lots of people to be honest yeah and i'm okay i'm okay to be moved from there but there is a we need a generous behavior you know the behavior is very bad and we are already sick and my i have a three small kids in human behavior yeah where, where you are now are you in one room all of you No, we are not in a one room. To okay. be honestly, they are giving to us two room now. Okay. But uh, there's a no separate separate room. But is like uh, there's a no door of the room. There's have a one room and another second room. Okay. For the children. But yeah, for the children, yeah. Okay. And uh, we are we are in Dublin now, yeah. You're in Dublin now, and, and do you know for how long? Is it two weeks or? Uh, well, I received call today from the doctor, and because I have a fever in the morning, and uh, the doctor he said you need to be like uh, at least fifth uh, of January, because uh, he have a concern. Doctor have a concern to be my kids as well, because uh, my little daughter and my little son, one years old son, they are both have a little bit cough and uh, feeling like so they are concerned about. Maybe they have a transfer for the virus as well. Okay, and so the children have are, not been tested, have they? Uh, no, not no. yet. And uh, the doctors say they can be tested, like maybe tomorrow or day after tomorrow. For then we know how, what's the story is going on. Okay. We are not sure right now at the moment. Okay, and is your wife okay? My wife, she she's uh, we have the same. Both of they have the same feeling, like tiredness, body. And uh, before was we have a fever. I have a fever today as well. Yeah. But now I'm feeling a little bit better now. 
there's they have a virus as well and there's they have three small kids it's very difficult to carry on everything of you know? course it's in a very one, difficult. in a one time you know and do you get so, any help at all so i i guess the food is brought to your door and that's it yeah they are bringing mm. they are leave food in outside the door and they knock the door mm. and they 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 leave breakfast and uh, lunch and dinner in out of the door Okay and and do you get visits of a nurse uh in the daytime or do you do everything no, by phone No they no they are calling they are calling on the phone and they asking for uh temperatures and what's going on and how's the feeling like and okay. they are asking everything on the phone yeah. yeah So how do you feel about the whole thing now apart from the way the staff um treated you but about the whole thing about being in direct vision and this virus and you know how do you feel once this is over about going back Well um uh that's I'm I'm really thankful to HSC especially to be honestly they they have a good concern and they moving from uh, kinsale accommodation center and we are feeling better in here instead of uh, kinsale accommodation center because there is have a very tiny room and there is uh, no facilities for inside the food because you can which way i mentioned you already the staff behavior is very bad to be honestly and and that's that's not a place of uh, Resi- uh, that's not a plate of place of family you know no. there's the very small tiny two rooms and we are living with the five people in two rooms mm-hmm. so that's that's a inhuman like yeah. to be honestly okay okay personally is my personally is my opinion okay we are sick now and we have a virus and everything but which one i face situation in accommodation center that's a horrible for me to be honest okay and if yeah. you could talk to the minister now what would you say you know the minister who is responsible for direct provision rodrigo gorman what would you tell him for families uh, well i have just only very big request for them please 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 look after these people of course we are we are living in here and we are matter and and i have a three kids you know yeah i always like sometimes i'm thinking it doesn't matter about my life but i'm just only living in this world for my kids you know so i have a just only request please consider the family and they provide provided them to at least at least separate house okay. where they are living on on crockeries and they are living on kitchen and on washroom and all the stuff you know yeah so you don't share with other people that's basically of course yeah. of course rose how is it possible mm. even is any in a, not a possible for any, any normal person how can we share how can any single person could be shared for a kitchen and the same crockeries and the same towels and same everything they have there's a have a dispenser of water 250 people they are using same dispenser water same Yeah. Uh, milk dispenser mm. it's asking for trouble <coughs> okay i'm going to let you rest because you need to recover okay mm-hmm. thank you so much for giving this interview it's very important that we spread the news you know and let people hear what's yeah. going on
was removed on Christmas Eve. I got my results um, that morning being positive. So at first I thought it's got to be a big mix-up or something because, you know, I've tried to social distance and, you know, keep safe and everything. Walk around the centre with my hands in my pocket. I, I, don't, I do my best not to touch anything. And well, anyway, when I got the message and everything, you know, I was, I was angry. Uh, I was upset, uh, angry and everything. I had all sorts of emotions, not knowing, you know, what's going to happen now um, and things like that. Then I just had to wait for further instructions from the office and everything. And did you did they give you a lot of information in the office, or was it just that you had to no. leave? No. No, um, they didn't give any information. It just became very busy. I think as people were getting their results, um, it, it, there was more activity happening in the afternoon, which I noticed. And then by the evening, when I was called and asked if I was ready uh, to go. Um, Yeah, I got to the uh, in front of the office, and it, it was like an airport terminal. All the taxis and people all over and everything. Uh, you know, it's really scary. Um, I'm upset. I'm, I'm upset, and I'm worried. Tell me why you why are you worried? I'm worried about my medical condition or anything. You know, if I get sick or whatever. I don't know how my immune system is going to react. Because it's always, when I get sick, it's always respiratory. Usually, it's, I've always got a chest problem. And, and now this is also um, with this virus. I'm, I'm worried about how it's going to affect my chest and everything. Yeah. And how are you doing so far? At the moment, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just trying to stay positive and not focus on the negative. And you are in, in Dublin now, are you? Yes. And did they tell you how, how long you have to stay? It was two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, and how do you feel about all of it, you know, even about going back to the Direct Revision Center afterwards? Do you feel safe? I don't. I don't feel safe because I don't know who else has like, gone out there and then I come back fine and then I get reinfected again. You see, those chances are there. That it, it's a reality. It's a, it's a big possibility. So... And, and, and especially, I guess, not getting enough information is not helping, is it? Yeah, mm. it's not helping either because I also want to know how many other people are infected myself. I'm worried about this. And um, how does it work in the hotel now? Do you get a visit of the doctor or is it by phone call or what happens? Do you, do, are you checked every day? Yes, we check every day. They take our temperature and oxygen levels. Um, they ask how we're feeling. Okay. Um, yeah, they're doing, they're doing a good job. I feel they're doing a good job over here. That's really good. And, and do they come to the room? Yes, they come knock on the door. They okay. social distance. They dressed up in their gear. Um, you know, they're taking extra precaution. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good so. because so, some other people just get it by phone call. So it's really good that they visit you. I haven't actually seen a doctor. Um, but I've seen the nurse. The nurse comes around. Uh, I think being Christmas, uh, things are a bit awkward right now. Um, but they have already um, asked for a list of what medication I'm on. 
so that's all in order. So I guess as someone with underlying conditions, it is a massive worry for you, isn't it? Not only that, you know, there's a lot of old people around, um, other people maybe with worse conditions, you know, and, you know, with me trying to stay socially distant and I, and I get it, anyone, anyone can get at the things. And uh, where you are, you are you sharing a room in the Direct Provision Centre? I did have a roommate, um, he's moved out. Okay. Um, but I'm currently on my own at the moment. Good, that's good, because um, that's the other problem then, that people share rooms and sometimes they don't know where their roommate has been, I would imagine. That's the other concern. And so they could pass it one to the other in the room without even... One could be extremely careful, the other one maybe not as careful, and um, and, and that's how it goes, isn't it? It is, yeah. And, and also, you know, people's personal hygiene that, um, you know, there's different cultures which we can understand, but, you know, I've noticed that there are people that haven't washed their hands, um, they've touched things, uh, mothers have allowed their children to, you know, run around and touch trays and things like that. So, um, you know, there, there's also, you know, management can't keep an eye on each and every single person, but also people who are old enough to know, you know, should apply these sort of rules. It, you know, there's, it's a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Does it seem to you, though, that, okay, management can't keep an eye on everybody but doesn't that mean as well that the place is not fit for purpose because it's impossible to keep an eye on everybody it is yeah it's difficult uh, management's probably you know they they're overstressed because i saw when we left with a taxi uh, i saw how busy it was in the office and yeah they this, this virus is really It's affected a lot of people. It's caused big disruption. Um, now I can't go to work as a result, and um, someone else from my work who resides at the centre is also positive. And you know, and so far throughout the, the whole pandemic, uh, work's been um, COVID-free. And and now now it's um, you know it's just affecting absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. It's going up everywhere in Ireland, but um, yeah, it's a worry for places like direct provision centres. There's a kind of stigma as well, I think. Um, There's a big stigma attached to this. And this is definitely not going to help. No. Uh, mm -hmm. Being in a, a direct provision, you know, with people on top of each other and everything like that, like um, as I mentioned earlier, it's like a person gets diagnosed at the centre, Then a couple of us at work now all have to go home, you see, for two weeks. And now that's happened several times. Whereas if I was at home alone, had my own place, um, all the other employees over there, there's no issue. Then, you know, I, I could have been at work. Now, because of this, now I've, uh, I have to keep on missing out on work. And, it's, and it doesn't look good on me. And also you miss out on a lot of money, don't you? Uh, two weeks... Um... That is that is very painful, really. I've, I've been more out of work than I've been in work because of this, because of staying at the centre. Time someone's diagnosed or whatever, you have to stay at home for two weeks. Wow.
preparing, everything is not working out, it really is not. So what would you say if you met the Minister now for Direct Provision, Rodrigo Gorman, at the moment, what would you tell him? Oh gosh, you know, we can't live on top of each other like this. You know, it, it doesn't work. Sharing mm-hmm. does not work. Okay, well, thank you so much for um, talking about this, because I'm sure it's not easy, and um, I hope you get through this quickly and in good condition. I hope so. Thank I hope you I don't so much. get any symptoms. I hope I pull through this. There's a lot of uncertainty. And yeah. That's why I feel... Uh, I'm, at times I feel emotional and I feel angry. Of course you I do. Just, I just wish... Yeah, if, you know, if the president could do something, there, there, there's a lot of opportunity. Thank you for listening. Those were three people who have been affected by the COVID-19 outbreak, which seems to be a lot more serious than we may think, even um, in Kinsale Road Accommodation Centre. Um, I'm not sure if you'll ever get the right numbers of um, who, how many people have been tested positive, but it seems to be quite a lot anyway. And um, please do share. Please fight with us to get families out of there during this pandemic and let's all work together to abolish direct provision. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to be with you back soon. This program was uh, produced and presented by Rose Lomol of uh, International Community Dynamics and it's called Migrants in Ireland. <laughs>